Are you longing for real-life change and lasting impact? Here at More To Be, we believe that is possible through a fresh encounter with God and His Word. I'm Angela Sackett. And I'm Lisa Pulliam, and together we want to help you think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in His work every day. We're picking up where we left off on the Be Salt and Light episode. In the first part, we were chatting with Angela on this topic of what it means to live as salt and light. We read through Matthew 5, uh, verse 1 through 16, considering all the blessed blessings that God offers us, the blessings to those who mourn and who are poor, and uh, that the kingdom of God is theirs. We were talking about the Beatitudes and how that plays out in our life. And then we began looking at what it means to be salt and light. And Angela shared her experience with food as a a metaphor for ways that she sees God working and teaching and uh, cultivating her heart to service would be really a good way to put it. So Angela, would you kind of jump right in where we left off and share with us uh, how you see this passage is relevant in application? Awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about these two concepts of being salt and light. And I kind of mentioned this in our last uh, part two, part one of this episode. Um, but one thing that jumped out to me right away is that um, the words here are, you are salt, you are light. And one of the things that Lisa and I are both passionate about is really digging into who are we as women of God and what does that look like as we walk out everyday life. And so I think that's important to recognize here. Um, the qualities that um, are in salt, that are in light, are part of who we are. It's not something we have to put on. It's not, you know, pull up your bootstraps and go do these things, but it's actually our very nature as women created in the image of God. And so I'm going to start with the the idea of salt. And I mentioned I'm a a little tiny bit of a foodie. (laughs) Um, So I got all excited kind of thinking about what is salt? What are some of the qualities of salt? Um, One of them is that salt preserves. Um, We use salt when we're curing, um, I remember growing up listening to the Little House on the Prairie, reading the Little Mm. House on the Prairie books and how they would smoke the meats and the salt that would preserve the food so that they could save it and have it later. Um, And I think about how Christians, um, believers, followers of Jesus, in some ways, we preserve the world around us. And what I mean by that is think about what the earth might look like, what our world might look like, what our nation might look like if there were no followers of Jesus, if there were no standards for morality, for what's right and wrong, for how to behave, loving your neighbor, loving your enemy, not killing. Um, In some ways, our very presence as people who follow God's will preserves it creates a sense of um of honor of integrity of beauty in the world around us so i'm not going to go too deep into this because i am by no means an end time scholar but one of the concepts that i remember learning about um in in reading through revelation and uh, learning a little bit about end times theology is that god is withholding his wrath here on earth for the sake of those who know him and those who don't know him yet um and i i think there's in some way, our very presence as children of God here on earth is um, a sort of preservation of the world around us, of the people around us. So I don't know, I thought that was an interesting sort of tie into that concept of what salt does. And the second thing that I want to talk about is salt seasons. And you guys, you know, if you're cooks out there, or if you like to eat, you know that there's something um, 
kind of sad about a meal that doesn't have enough salt. <laughs> yes, there I, is. I love to watch the, the cooking competitions. And man, that's like the curse of death. If a judge tells you this needs more salt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there's something really cool in this passage that I, I noticed for the first time when I was studying. And that is um, this this sentence that says, uh, what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? So my understanding of salt is as a mineral, it actually doesn't lose its seasoning properties. Herbs can, you know, if I leave the lids off of my herbs or I stick them above the stove and they get hot or they're out in the sun, they will lose flavor. But salt by nature is salty. That's Mm. what salt is. It gives seasoning. In the same way as Christians, as daughters of the King made in the image of God, it's not that we have to act salty. Uh, my daughter would say, don't be so salty. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Slang um, today. <laughs> but by our very nature, we are seasoning in the world around us. Um, huh? <laughs> I don't have to try. I just am. Right. So, and what that means is... Can we, I say something though? Yeah, we, jump in. We are seasoning, but aren't there times in which we feel like we're not welcomed to be that seasoning. Yes. And that's, we see that in this passage. There will be times when you will be reviled. You will be different. And I'm going to, I'm going to get into that actually a little bit okay. about being light. You're exactly right. Sometimes okay. it's not wanted, um, but it's needed, right? Yeah. We need salt to bring out flavor in our food, to, to change um, the flavor of the food and the world, even when it doesn't know it needs us needs the flavor of Christ. But just the right amount, because overly salty (laughs) is a horrible aftertaste. I mean, it makes us, it makes me feel miserable to have too much salt. Yeah. Uh, So I I don't know. I don't know if we want to go there, but (laughs) keep going. Keep going. And you know what? I think the thing is, if, is it something we're trying to manufacture? Are we trying to act religious, put on a, a, you know, a show, so to speak, of what we think a Christian woman looks like, or are we dwelling, spending time with Jesus, mm-hmm. becoming more and more like him? We can't help it. That's right. who we are. We will be the seasoning. So uh, yeah, it's a good point. Um, we don't and- have to work to be salty. We are exactly. salty. <laughs> we are salty. salty. Right. Um, and then the third thing that, that I thought about is that salt enhances the flavor of mm. other ingredients. So um, I don't know if you're on the sweet, salty. It's not a new oh, trend, but yeah. give, me, give me a sprinkle of salt on my brownies or give me a sprinkle of salt in my caramel. And all of a sudden, that flavor is magical. Yes. It brings out the flavor. Um, and this I really see as application even more within the body of Christ. So, you know, in the New Testament, we see a lot of instruction about how to live in fellowship with other believers, how to behave around other believers. And as we are walking as women of God, as we're living out our identity in Jesus, we will begin to draw out the beauty, the flavor in Mm. those around us by nature, just by, by being the daughters of the King. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I love those illustrations. I love it too. And I'm thinking how beautiful if we allow God who made us to draw us into his work to be used according to his purposes, it will be the right amount of salt for that yeah. dish he's, he's preparing. 
<laughs> that beautiful, yummy, nourishing dish. Right, right. So it's, let's talk about light for a minute. Yeah, go for um, it. You are, again, you are the light of the world. What does that mean? It doesn't mean we have to act like it, pull up our bootstraps, but by nature, we are light. So um, a couple of things that I think about what light does, what it is, light guides and protects. It shows direction. Um, I live in New Jersey where we have lighthouses. The state is known for its lighthouses. And um, in particular, very close to where my husband works, um, there is a a well-known lighthouse that um, you can go and you can read the story of how, you know, people were saved by the light shining Mm. out over the darkness through the storms. And I love that. Um, Something that I, I notice about that light is that it doesn't move. Mm-hmm. It's steady. So when there are storms rolling, when there are rocks to be navigated among the waves, the lighthouse, the reason it works is because it stays in one place. It's steady. Um, I'm married to a man who is a steady man. He's rock solid. He's not, um, you know, a great, big, wild, crazy, bold adventurer like his wife is, but he's steady and he's faithful. And in some ways, um, we can reflect the nature of God. Sometimes he may call us to go off and adventure and be loud and bold, but sometimes it's just our being who we are called to be in him right where we are in the season that we're in that provides light and guidance and example for the people around us. Um, Sometimes our strongest testimony is our steadiness where Mm. we are as children of God. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and we know this is, oh, go ahead, Lisa. No, 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 no. You go. I'm listening. I'm just amening Um, you here. So we know that God's word is our lamp and our light. And I think something really important here to know is that as a guide or um, someone who gives direction, maybe you do that intentionally, or maybe you don't even realize you're doing it. We can only do that um, authentically, effectively, when we ourselves are being guided by the light of God's word. So it's just kind of a, I think, an encouragement and a challenge to us. If you are going to live out, walk out being who you are, the light of the world, you got to be in the word, which is the light. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's the first one that light guides and protects. It shows direction. But secondly, and you kind of touched on this a second ago, light stands out. It's different. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> first John 1, 5 through 9 says, this is the message we've heard from him and declare to you, God is light. Mm-hmm. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, mm-hmm. we lie. And do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So as you start to walk out your calling as a woman of God, as you start to be transformed, or as you continue to be transformed into the image of Jesus, you're going to be different. Mm -hmm. You're going to stick out. And that's a must. It's going to happen. And it's not something, again, that you have to try to muster up or manufacture, but um, you're going to notice. And if you're not seeing your thoughts and actions change, you might want to do a heart check and just ask the Lord, am I spending enough time with you? Am I being sensitive to your leading? Am I mm-hmm. obeying when you ask me to do something? But don't be shocked. Um, and I, I tell this story. My family moved um, to New Jersey about, I don't know, three, three and a half years ago from Florida. And boy, is the culture different here. Um, and you, it, it In some ways, it surprised me. In some ways, it didn't surprise me that in the same country, you know, there's such differences from place to place. But one neighbor in particular who um, 
had moved on to our street after we did, came over one day, and I love it. She said to me, I was scared to death of you when I first met you. (laughs) (laughs) You were scared of me. Um, But just because of the way our family lives our life, because of the relationship Mm. we have with our kids, because of the language that our kids use, we're different. We stick out. And that's not something we try to do. We're not, you know, out there, you know, preaching on the street necessarily, Mm -hmm. but... um, Mm -hmm. As we've gotten to know each other, God's been good, and there's a sweet relationship building with her. And I, you know, I love just to hang out with my neighbor, but um, we're different. We stick yeah. out, and so don't be surprised by that. Light stands out, um, and that passage tells us from Matthew, you can't hide it under a bushel. It's going to be different. I know. When I was so, writing uh, Unblinded Faith, this was one of the devotionals I kind of camped oh. out on this idea of light, and it was around the same time that we were building. Uh, my office space. And so there was no light in here for a while and Mm. there was no ceiling lights. Even when the electricity was hooked up, we had to use lamps on the ground. And then finally we put in the ceiling lights and the amount of light that this place can be filled with is amazing. Then the the other side of that is that we, uh, I intentionally wanted a, a place that was brightly lit during the day. And we put, we had put so many windows in, it's too bright that I have to put shades on because of the glare when I'm trying to work. And so it's made me very sensitive to uh, different levels of light, when different levels of light is appropriate, what the light does in the darkness. So a dark room can always be made light by the light, but a light room can't always be made dark. Mm. Wow, what a cool... Right? Because I can't make this space darker than its natural state of darkness. Even if I put the best shades I can on the window, I cannot block out all the light. Interesting. But at night, I can make it as bright as I want by one bulb or many bulbs. It depends upon what it is that I'm going after. And so I've thought about that in terms of the the darkness that the the enemy of God, Satan himself, is the, the prince of darkness. Mm-hmm. And and he does not want light of any kind anywhere yes. near what he is doing or plotting because it is going to expose him. Yes, yes. Right. Girl, you it's like we're it's like we're speaking each other's language because you just pointed right to the third thing I wanted to talk about, which is then that light reveals the true nature of things. Oh, go so, for it. I love it. I love that back and forth <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Um So light reveals the true nature of things. And Mm -hmm. you said it. The enemy does not want his actions, his plots revealed. Mm -hmm. He does not want us thinking truth. Um, And I I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to admit something super embarrassing about myself for the whole world to hear right now. (laughs) Love it. Go for it. I am a grown woman. But I will tell you, when my husband is out of town, I sleep with the lights on. um, Somebody please tell me you do the same thing. We we play every once in a while. um, We have a house that has three stories. And um, every once in a while as a family, we'll play hide and seek in the dark. We'll turn and the kids beg for it. Um, Even the the teens beg for it. Let's turn off all the lights and play hide and seek. So my youngest son and I um, had decided to hide in the basement one night and we're trying to be quiet and, you know, trying to, and I don't remember even what triggered it, but all of a sudden I, I just had this compulsion. I had to get out of the basement. It was too dark. And can I tell you, I, again, I am a grown woman. I ran up those stairs for <laughs> yes. the life of me because who knows what was coming up the stairs behind me. 
Now, was there really a monster in my basement? No, my 10-year-old, poor baby, was behind me coming up the stairs. Um, but we can get caught up in our heads and start to worry and be afraid of things that are not true. And in a, in a later date, I'll go into that. I know you are passionate about this too, that idea of women. God speaks to women specifically about having our thoughts um, under submission of the Holy Spirit and not being given to fear. Um, but 1 Corinthians 10.5 says, we demolish arguments and mm -hmm. every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought mm -hmm. and make it obedient to Christ. Um, the fact of the matter is, if I flip on the light switch, I know that that's a bookcase. It's not a monster coming after me. <laughs> right, right. Um, but sometimes we need that. We as women, first of all, need the, the word of God to reveal truth to us, to light up and show us the true nature of things, um, mm -hmm. to see things through God's eyes. But then also that's our job. That's one of the roles that we play as men and women in the kingdom of God. We shine a light on the way things really are so that people yeah. can see their own brokenness, their own sin, the hope that Christ has to offer us. Um, mm -hmm. I heard a story very recently, a friend was sharing about her granddaughter, little 10 year old girl on the playground, um, had gone up to another little girl and the little girl was crying. She was upset. She'd gotten left out of a game or something. And, um, the sweet little Sophie said to her, put her hand on her back and was patting her back and said, do you know, you can ask God to help you. You can, Aww. you can actually talk to him and you can pray to him. Here's this 10 year old little girl. She knows Jesus. She's not putting on a show. She's not acting like she's mm -hmm. been taught to act. She is the image of God. She is the light of the world and she can't help it. Yeah. That's, that's how she's living out. So I love that. That is a beautiful, beautiful illustration even to end on is that yeah. how can we be the light, be the salt, not, not hinder it, right? Not stand in the way of what God is wanting to do in us, through us. What do we need to do to get with him to have those, our light bulbs shined up a little bit <laughs> and our saltiness, you know, definitely in good quantity yeah. uh, for the dish he wants to serve and the place that he wants to bring us to. Yeah. So what are, what's a challenge that we can put forth for today's? Oh, we have a couple for you guys. So first one is how is God calling you to think biblically and to live transformed in the light of your identity as salt and light? And if you don't know him yet, what is he wanting to tell you about who he's called you to be through Jesus? Um, as a new creation in Christ, how is God calling you to live as the salt and light that you are? That's your identity in the world, right where you live. And then is there, I'm just curious, and I dare you to go write it down somewhere and start praying. Is there a person or a place with whom you feel God may specifically be calling you to engage, to be his presence in relationship, to be effective for the good of that person and for the glory of God? And all these questions we'll have for you in downloads um, at moretobe.com slash podcast. So be sure to click over there and get those resources that we have for you as well. That's awesome. Love those challenge questions. They get me every time. Let me uh, close us up in prayer here so that we can commission our sisters to go out as salt and light. Mm -hmm. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for Angela and her wisdom and her giftedness. God, I thank you that she can see the benefits of salt uh, every day as she prepares meals. 
and the reminder of that for us. And thank you that you have planted her in a place in which she's reminded by the lighthouse uh, to be the light in this world. And I thank you for her words that she has given us as challenges and um, just ways to think, how can we, wherever you have put us down, God, be salt and light to Mm -hmm. the men and the women that you have put in our lives, Lord, whether it be in the workplace or in our churches, in our neighborhoods, in our families. God, there are so many different opportunities every single day for you to work in us and make us more like yourself so that we may be your ambassadors in this world. God, help us to not be afraid of being salty or being (laughs) the, the shining light on the hill. May we not be cowering in a corner, but remember, God, that our hope and our Uh, worth and our value and our purpose comes from you, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Mm. We want to thank you so much for joining us here at the More to Be podcast. And we are praying as always that you've experienced a fresh encounter with God and his word during our time together today. As Angela mentioned, be sure to visit the moretobe.com podcast for show notes and free downloadable resources. May you continue to think biblically and live transformed to be more like Jesus as you seek to join God in his work every day.